This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie, and we're back. I know. Well, we missed last week because I was out going to get my brand new Marine. Yay! Right, and shit happens, people. Like, life happens, and we get busy. Yeah, so I went to South Carolina, and I was able to get my son. He graduated from boot camp, and we brought him home, so he's now on his 10-day leave, and I'm super-duper crazy excited about that. But I'm not so excited about it because I know he's going to leave. And I have been kind of an emotional wreck, like, nonstop with this whole entire process. But I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a wreck around him. Because I don't want him to feel bad about having to go again. I mean, first of all, he knows you. He's met you. I know, right? Oh, my God. I cry for every <laughs> damn thing. I know. But I don't want him to be, like, feeling bad about leaving. So, I'm like, every time I have my little, like, you know, whatever. Like, I've had, like, moments where I get teary-eyed and I get upset I try to do it when he's not around well the thing is Christopher you and your boys have always been very close yeah like it's always been you and your boys against the world Mm -hmm. until Bruce recently yeah so Christopher grew up with just you and well he had a dad don't yeah he has a dad but (laughs) on this side of the things half the time when he wasn't with his dad he was always with me and you, like, yeah. Danielle was that mom that Christopher was, like, 15, and Jonathan was, like, what, 12, and she was like, I'm not leaving, I can't go anywhere because my boys are home. Christopher was 17, Jonathan <laughs> was, thir- like, 14, and she was like, I can't go, I have the boys. <laughs> They're old enough to stay by themselves, but she was not letting them stay by themselves. So, in well, the end, I liked being home with them. In the end, Christopher is always going to feel a little bit little guilty because mm-hmm. you were his safety net the fact that he went off to the marines i mean when you said it we, we were both like everybody was shocked i yeah he definitely did that shit like he like, he didn't tell you no. first he was like mom signed up for the marines bye because he yeah knew. He knew. yeah that's what he said he said i knew you would be upset and i knew you wouldn't want me to go and blah blah, blah. and at first I, I was definitely not on board with none of that but I'm all about it now. And it was very, very nice to go down there. Um, lots of families there. Lots of happy-ass people. Um, Thursday was family day. And I walked 6.1 miles. And I just find that so funny because <laughs> I probably get like a quarter mile in every day because I'm constantly typing and, you know, like at my desk. And I, I need to walk more is what I need to do. I need to make the time or my body is going to make me make the time for illness. You know, it's like one of those things. But um, family day was great. He walked us all around. We got to do the motor run and that was amazing. I got, you know, footage of that and I was screaming and hollering because it was the first time I got to see him in person. But they can't talk to you or even acknowledge you as they're running by you. And I'm like, my baby, ah!" I was like flipping out. And, um, And I saw him smile. And I was like, whoa! I was like crying. I was like so. That's because he tears. probably could pick your. He could probably pick your voice out of a crowd of a billion. Oh, I know. I mean, I literally was probably the only one that was going, "My baby, my baby." I was like, <laughs> you know, these are grown men graduating from the Marines. I'm like, my baby. So, um, you know, he took us all around the base, and we got to do like five hours of liberty with him on base, and and that was wonderful. And then we came back the next day for graduation, and he lost so much weight, and of course, I cried again as if I didn't see him the day before. 
And every time I would cry, he would cry. <laughs> it was so funny. And um, and then we had to go get him new clothes because he didn't fit anything. He lost all this weight. He's so skinny now. He's y'all. so so skinny. And like he left at like 187 pounds or he something. Looks like now a he's a different like, person. Yeah, now he's like 153 or 55, something like that. Ladies, he is so handsome. He is very handsome. He is so handsome. Mind you, he was handsome when he was a little chunky. His little blonde hair, blue-eyed self. Mm-hmm. But he's so much more handsome now. So, if you're thinking about trying to hunt him down, um, there is an application, and there's an application <laughs> fee of $150, and you can go ahead and send your um, three-page essay about why you would make a good match for Christopher. <laughs> And my PayPal is my email. <laughs> my PayPal. Oh and my, my Venmo. <laughs> my God, Christopher would think that is so funny. He'd be like, oh my God, Aunt Janie is so freaking crazy. But I am at that point in my life where I want grandchildren. I see you and Carrie, like, having grandchildren and all that. And oh. I'm like, well, I want some. But I know it's when it's time. Oh, that was the other thing. My dad was like, oh my God, like, what is wrong with you? But so I was like, I'm not having any more kids. The next step in my life would be to have grandchildren. Grand and baby. I'm ready for that. Air- when it's time, I'm ready I to go there. I was not ready when Katie was like, I'm pregnant. Like, remember, I was like, I'm not ready. Yeah, but I am. I'm definitely ready. I'm like, but now, you know. now that it's getting so close, yeah. like, she's 24 weeks. Like, we're over halfway there. Yeah. And I am, like, hype. Yeah, it's an exciting thing. There is a giant trash bag full of baby clothes in my trunk right now. Is there really? Yes. And I had to leave my money in the car. Well, so I went to the beach with Sally on this past weekend, and we ended up going to the Ocean City outlets because I needed a new pair of Roxy's, Mm -hmm. which I got. They're super cute. They are very cute. cute. Yes. So I needed a new pair of Roxy's. So I... Gave Sally my debit card. I was like, look, we're going to go in. I'm going to buy these shoes. for $35. That's all I'm spending. Next door is Carter's, and there's a 60% off sale. Oh, my God. And, I, and the children's place. And I was like, we cannot even go in there. <laughs> we cannot even go in there. It's bad. Yeah. Like, I have a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's called Grandma Midas. I know. I know. And the little girl I work with, Kobe, she is pregnant. She's exactly one month for katie oh really and like i bought katie some sleepers and i bought her some sleepers (laughs) oh like she's my favorite at work she's the sweetest girl and she's so pretty she is like one of the prettiest people i've ever met and she's so sweet and i just love her so much and she's gonna have a baby and also having a boy so now whatever i buy for katie i buy for kobe (laughs) oh and look at you. Remember when you first started there, you were like, I don't have any friends. And it took you, like, so long to, like, mesh in over there. Now look at you. You're like, old hat, huh? Yep. You're like, yeah, I've been here forever. The DMV. Yep. Oh, my God. Well, I got to tell you, I think I'm I'm just, I'm so excited for my son to be home. But I heard this hilarious-ass story. It's kind of fucked up, but kind of funny. And because... On family day, we had to wait, like, two hours before we could hang out with him. Like, they did the motor run, and they had to go back and get washed up and all that stuff. So, it took that. Like, it took a long time in between those two things where we could actually hang out with him. So, we went back to the, um, we went to the museum, and while we're there, we ended up, like, meeting this other family. And they're telling us the story about this, um, I think he's Chinese, Chinese kid. Chinese or Japanese, I can't remember. Um, that was in there with them. 
And they actually did end up mentioning the kid's name. Um, well, I guess man's name. Well, he lived in Michigan. His family came from China or Japan. I'm pretty sure it's China, though. And he was still learning the language. And so he's, like, in Michigan, and he gets this random phone call from a recruiter. Right. And he doesn't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. He thinks he's, <laughs> he thinks he's calling him for a government job. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. So he thinks that's what he's calling for. And he's like, well, this could be good for me. I can, like, make good money. I'll have government benefits, blah, blah, blah. Like, in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm going for this job. So they, like, bring him there in the middle of the night, like they do. Like, where they bring him in on the bus, it's, like, midnight, he's disoriented. And the guy gets there, he's like, what the fuck is going on? I thought I was coming for a job. Like, it was just so, he was so confused. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why do I got to stand on the yellow footprints? What is happening? Why is there? Yeah, like, he it was so fucking confused about why he was there. Did they let him go home? No, he stayed and did the whole thing and fucking made it. Nice. Yes, and at graduation, they actually mentioned his name. That is fantastic. Yeah, but somebody in, they were in, it was actually, it was in one of the platoons, and one of the kids wrote home and told their parents about it. Oh, that is funny. Like, you're not even going to believe what happened. And then on graduation day, they mentioned that he came in here, you know, he was an immigrant and made it as a Marine, and he's graduated, and he said, no, I'm going to stick with it. And he stayed with it the whole time, because he was like, what do I got to go back for? Nice. So he ended up staying, but at first he was like, what the fuck is happening? I thought I was going for a job, a government job. Like, he had no clue what was going on. And I'm like, how did that even happen? I don't know. I had so many questions, but I thought that was pretty fucking funny. So I um, was, I'm having some difficulties at my job. Oh, why? Um, I'm making silly mistakes. Be, you know, I'm dyslexic. It's, it's a thing. When uh-huh. we were in high school, I used to have to go to a special lab, therapy-wise, to, like, correct it and Uh I've been doing very well with it um like the whole time I work with Kathy I never really imposed numbers I would phone numbers that was the thing Uh (laughs) and addresses sometimes yeah but for the most part like when it came to billing and things like that I wouldn't yeah so I've been imposing numbers and things like switching them around and things like that um so Thursday I I was like to the doctor, I said, is there a therapy as an adult I can take? Like, I don't have pool for the summer. I'm free all summer. Like, I'll go to, like, a learning center or whatever, a tutoring center to help correct this again because I, like, I'm relapsing. Yeah. So she says, which makes complete fucking sense now that I looked it up. I may have adult ADHD. Oh, okay. And I'm rushing because I'm my I'm working faster than my brain can comprehend. Okay. Because I want to be good at what I do. Yeah. Which is where these mistakes are coming from. She's like, is your house cluttered? <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is a little bit. Smidge. Right. She was like, do you have trouble, like, you're tired, but you have trouble falling asleep? Do like, you? Yeah. Really? Because you're like, you love being asleep. Yeah, but getting to sleep is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to have a noise machine. It's got to be a decent temperature. If I'm the least bit hot, it's not happening. If I'm mm-hmm. the least bit cold, it's not happening. Like, it's got to be the perfect temperature. Like, it's a thing. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like me. And she was like, yeah. She was like, a lot of the things that you're mentioning to me is, like, adjacent to adult ADHD. Hmm. So I talked to my boss. Because I was, like, crying. They had somebody sit behind me and babysit me. Which is a fucking embarrassing. So I'm like trying to keep my shit together and not cry at work because I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Like I was bullied in school. Like this is not okay. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm sure these grown ass people aren't going to bully me. But that's where I went. 
Well, what did they, what were they sitting behind you for to make sure? To you, make sure I didn't make any more mistakes. Like, they had oh. somebody literally sit behind me and watch my every keystroke. Oh, wow. Which freaked me the fuck out even more. Yeah. So, I was, like, really upset about it. So, I go and I talk to my boss. And I'm like, look, this is what my doctor thinks. And I'm thinking my boss is going to look at me like I'm crazy. He was like, Jamie, my son got diagnosed with it last year. And he has, since he's been medicated, he has been, like, promoted twice. Hmm. So Thursday, that's on my agenda. <laughs> oh, so you're going to go see your doctor about it? Mm-hmm. I have to get evaluated. There's like a test. Yeah. So I have to take the test. Oh, wow. I'm not working on Thursday, so. Oh, you're like, well, good for you. You get a day off and you got to go for an evaluation. and. Mm-hmm. I got to go and uh, do that. And I was like, do they put grown-ups in Adderall? Because I don't want to be on Adderall. Like, I can't. I'm hyper enough. You know what? I'll have to tell you, like, our, um, you know, one of the kids has ADHD, and they gave them Vyvanse, and they went for, like, an appointment last week, last Tuesday before we left, and no joke, their heart rate was 148. Fuck that. I was like, oh my God. So of course they were like, you know, like kind of freaking out and they were like, well, you know, and I'm like, I didn't understand why they didn't put them in the hospital then. Right. Like I was kind of surprised because at 150, they start freaking out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, cause you're tachycardic. Right. I mean, that's very tachycardic. You know, it's supposed to be what, 60 to 100, right? But they really don't want anybody at 100. Right. Either. Right. So I don't even know why anybody puts it at 100. I mean, I'm like, look. Anything you want to talk about heart related, I'll tell. Come to me because I know everything about hearts now. Right, we After know everything I've gone through. All my like, I mean, most of my anxiety is related is cardiac health related shit that I go through. So, and I went through hell before I had my arrhythmia. So when I heard about what was happening, I'm like, why isn't this kid like put somewhere to like make sure? And they're like, well, we think it's their medicine. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, hells nah. So, yeah, that medicine had to be stopped, and that was Vyvanse. So, I don't know. I, I It's funny, because I'm talking to you about it, but this happened on Thursday, and Paco left Thursday morning. I haven't even talked to Paco about it. So, you heard it first. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's so crazy that you haven't had a chance to talk. Um, I don't know that that would necessarily happen to everybody. It just was a little shocking to me. Um... And now that the medication has been dropped down, I think they're doing a lot better. I don't want to say which one of the children they are, um, but I think they're doing a lot better, but I have to check them. So, like, I haven't had a chance to check their their pulse and their blood pressure and everything just yet. But that happened on Tuesday, and we left on Wednesday, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, and the then... The kids went with you? No. Uh-uh. <coughs> no. Uh-uh. But... I was like, oh, my God, like, is this what's going to happen now? Like, we're getting ready to leave, and, like, one of the kids are going to have to be hospitalized or something. But it ended up being, like, the medicine, and one of the side effects was um, a high heart rate with all of them because it's basically meth. You know that, right? Right. Yeah, they're, it's all of them. They're all, like, Yeah, I was on amphetamine. Remember, I didn't poop for, yeah. like, a freaking four months. So I'm oh not doing that again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I totally forgot all about that. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of, of drugs. Okay. Speaking of drugs, we're going to jump right into this. A bride and a caterer were arrested after a wedding guest got sick from eating food laced with marijuana, report says. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It says a bride and a caterer, caterer allegedly served food laced with marijuana out of Florida. Of course, Florida. Florida never disappoints. Florida wedding in February. Police were called to the event after guests said they felt like they were high and ill. 
The bride and her caterer were arrested on Monday. A bride, uh, but hold on. Dana Glennie, 42, got married at the Springs Clubhouse in Longwood, Florida on February 19th between 30 to 40 guests in attendance. According to the incident report, the report stated that the event was catered by Jocelyn Bryant, 31, of Jocelyn Southern Kitchen. Bryant, Bryant and Glennie and the Springs did not immediately respond to the insider request for comment. Police were called to the wedding after a 41-year-old guest said he was feeling weird. According to the report, he went on to tell deputies that he felt like he had drugs inside of him. <laughs> oh my god, is that what he said? I feel like there's drugs there's inside drugs of me. There's drugs inside of me. Oh my god. Even though he only ate food and drank wine at the event, he reported. The report went on to say that the multiple guests told deputies they felt like they were high. One guest told officers he would wish to prosecute anyone who was responsible for this con- for his consumption of weed-infused food, according to the report. Many attendees also got sick, complaining of stomach pains and vomiting, and some were taken to South Seminole Hospital after first responders arrived to the scene, the report said. The report then stated that when a deputy asked Lenny if she knew the food from the wedding was laced with marijuana, she stared at him with a blank expression before muttering muttering through a, uh, um, no. Brian, no. Bryant and her caterer team left the wedding before she could be questioned by deputies, according to the report. Sheriff's deputies collected multiple items from the wedding as evidence, including lasagna and a piece of bread that later ta- later tested positive for THC. <gasps> uh huh. As stated in the police report, THC is a candidate. Well, we all know what THC is. Glennie and Brian were arrested on Monday, two months after the wedding, according to inmate booking reports from the Seminole County Sheriff's Department. Reviewed the insider. If they knew they were doing that, that they should be locked up. You yep. can't do that to people. The pair are being charged with tampering, culpable negligence, and delivery of marijuana. According to the two inmate booking reports, both were released on bond on Monday, the report said. Oh, my God. Yep. You want to get oh. high? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, let me see. It don't matter if you do or not, because we're going to feed you laced lasagna. I just, you know what, I don't understand why people think that's something that should ever be done, right, ever, because regardless. Weed, okay, so weed is mostly legal in most states now. Jersey just legalized it on the 21st of April, which I think they missed out on 420. Like, I feel like there could have been, like, a lot of money made. Yeah. <laughs> but they just legalized it. And, yes, it's very hard unless you have a reaction but if your body's not used to that, it's very scary to be high. And absolutely, that should be somebody's choice. It should not be yeah, something that's, like, like, baked into their food and your guests aren't aware of it. Yeah, I think it's just really shitty all the way around, like, to it's, do that to people without telling really them. It's really awful to, that's basically roofing somebody that is... It is! That is wrong in every single way. I wonder what the hell, I mean... I don't even know that that's ever happened before. Like, I don't know that there's even a precedent for that. I don't know. You know what? Human beings just always, they just always rise above. They do. They, they do. just rise, rise, rise above. And it's always Florida. It's always Florida. <laughs> um, always Florida. So we have, like, a couple things that I don't want to go, like, too far into them. I just want to mention them because it'd be stupid if we don't mention them real quick. But we have, of course... The Johnny Depp and Amber Heard again. Oh, I'm Jason, so sick of them. At Jason this point. Momoa came out 
and started following Johnny Depp on Facebook or Instagram or something and was like, dude, if you need anything, that bitch is crazy. Did he? <laughs> yeah. So now that is going on. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett are most likely going to get a divorce because she threw his ass under the bus. And then there was this whole thing about how she didn't want to marry him. And, you know, we talked about the letter to Tupac and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And things are getting real hairy over there. So Will is in oh. India right now with his life guru. Because, you know, rich people have life gurus. Oh, what the fuck? Well, I mean, the stuff with, like, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, like, I get it to a certain extent, but after a while, it's like, you all need to just move on. Right. And I understand that she's done a lot of lying, but he did a lot of drugs and boozing, too. Yes. And I'm not saying that I believe he abused her. I'm not saying that. No, I don't all, believe he's put a finger on her. I don't. All his exes have come out and said that he was nothing but sweetest pie to her, to them. Yes, but I do think that they brought up the worst in each other. I think she's a fucking narcissist. Like, oh, completely yeah. narc. Based on the stuff that I'm seeing, I mean, obviously, here I am just, like, deciding what people are and aren't. Um, I definitely think she's a piece of dirt. Because, I mean, she would push his buttons and be taping him. Yeah. She's constantly taping everything he was doing. And I'm like... That's what Jada does to Will. Yeah. I'm like, I just... Something about that seems just like, well, who the, what the fuck were you doing that for? Were you setting him up the whole time? Like, what were you doing? Probably. And he was, he was off the wagon. He was doing drugs. He was boozing and doing drugs and pills and everything else. And they just did a lot of really shitty things to each other. And I just think, I'm kind of tired of hearing about them. Right. I think it's, I mean, I understand Johnny Depp, like, lost his career kind of right. over the stuff that she did. But let's not act like Johnny Depp's suffering. I mean, the motherfucker's right. got more money than anything. It's not like he's got to work again. And eventually something will happen. You know what I mean? Right. And Do he, I, at least he was smart before he married her and got a freaking prenup, which Will Smith did not. And that's he didn't? His, no. If he stands to lose like $137 million. Bye. It would be like the best decision of his life getting right, rid of her. Right. And now the world hates Jada Pinkett Smith. Finally, I just want to say welcome the fuck aboard world. <laughs> no, you're like, I've never liked her. You've always said it. Even when she started her red table, you were like, oh my God. Why do you need so much attention? And it was so funny and I never got it because I just don't follow them enough to know. But you have always hated her guts. You have mm -hmm. always stood by it. You are not a person that jumped on the bandwagon. I am not. You were already on it, driving it. I was, yes, I'm picking up the bus. I am the bus driver. I'm picking these bitches up. Yeah, I know. Hop on, motherfuckers. Beep, beep. Right. So, so anyway, we got the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and that's kind of how I feel about it. I think they both just brought up the worst to each other and they need to move the F on. And then... And then you got the Kardashians trial right now that they're on with Black China. Right. So Which I didn't know about until you told me. So there's that. Yeah. So Black China is basically stating that when her and Rob were together, they had their show, Rob and China or China and Rob, whatever it was. And it only lasted so many seasons. It was like one or two seasons or whatever it was. And then they canned it. Well, Black China's trying to say that the Kardashians nixed them. Oh, like, Jesus. made it so that they didn't have a show. She's another one that's like, pick me, pick me. Shut the fuck up, Black China. Yeah, and it was so funny. Like, I remember we were at dinner and I was, like, talking about, um, talking about it. <laughs> and, my, and my mom was like, oh, her mom is gross, too. And I was like, oh, Tokyo Tony. And my dad and my brother were like, who? Like, that's her name? And I'm like, well, it's like a stage name. And they're like, well, what is she famous for? I was like, I guess for being her mother. 
And they're like, well, why does she need a stage name then? I'm like, I don't fucking know. They're fucking extra. What do you want me to say? Like, Black China, Tokyo Tony. Like, who who knows? They just decided. They woke up one day and decided that's what their names are going to be. Right. They're um, going to be Asians. Yeah, they want to do that. Um, but anyway, so Black China is basically stating that because they you mix need the to show. Her out, man. You know, Lainey goes in and out. You know, this is what she do. Um, because they interfered and nixed their show, she lost out on all this money and they defamed her and blah, blah, blah. Well, come to find out, at some point in time, Black China took a gun and pointed it at Rob's head. And, like, they just were, like, nuts. And the Kardashians are like, no, they can the show because you assaulted Rob. Right. You, you just guys tried weren't to together him. anymore. Yeah, you guys weren't together anymore. There was no Rob and China anymore, or China and Rob. There was no more show. Um, so, but they were doing jury selection, and there's this old man who was like, it says, one potential juror, a man who appeared to be in his 50s or 60s, claimed that he'd never watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but noted, I have watched Kim Kardashian's sex tape, and I don't think I can be impartial in this case. The response elicited a roar of laughter from the other potential jurors sitting in the audience. At that remark, Chloe Kardashian, 37, was seen fixing Kim's long, dark locks as if to com- comfort her sister. Chris Jenner, 66, then shook her head after the same man reiterated to the judge that it would be difficult for him to serve as a juror because he would be replaying that sex tape over and over again in his head. You know what, though? I he mean, did that kind of piece of dirt. He did that on purpose. He didn't want to serve on that fucking jury. That's what I'm thinking. He just didn't want to do it. But um, it says, Keeping Up With The Kardashians was on for 20 seasons. Yeah, it was on for a really long time. Yeah, during that time, several spinoff shows, including Rob and China, debuted their latest series, The Kardashian premiered last week, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, so they, she, oh, China filed a lawsuit against the entire Kardashian-Jenner family, including Courtney Bala, um, over claims of assault, battery, domestic violence, defamation, and interference with prospective economic relations. Whatever. That's what she says. The reality star who shares five-year-old daughter Dream with Rob accused her ex of being an abuser and his family of being media predators who pulled the plug on the former couple's show. China is seeking more than $40 million for loss of earning damages and more than $60 million in loss of future earning capacity damages. The Kardashian and Jenners responded to China's claims with a lawsuit of their Bitch, own. Bitch, nobody is paying you $100 million. That's $100 million. $100 million. You are not that relevant. And it says the Kardashians and Jenners responded to China's claims with a lawsuit of their own, alleging the influencer violently attacked Rob. Jesus. And then they go and they kind of talk about that a little later, but, um, ew, Britney Spears raves about great pregnancy sex. Ew, Britney. Anyway, you go, I'll, I'll save that one. But anyway, that was from, let me just say who that was real quick, page six. So I have something from USA Today. All right. Because you were talking about Johnny Depp being an, an alcoholic. Okay. So a Michigan kindergarten br- kindergartner brings tequila to school and shares with the classmates. <gasps> oh my God. Let's get into it. Some parents, some parents are outraged after learning a kindergarten brought alcohol to school and shared it with classmates. According to NBC 15, the Michigan student shared a bottle of Jose, Jose Cuervo <laughs> mix, so it was like a margarita mix, with 10% alcohol content with four students at Grand River Academy before a teacher stepped in to stop it. One parent, Alexis Smith, told the outlet she got a call from the school alerting that her daughter was one of them. Ma'am, you're going to have to come pick up Kelsey. She's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. There were so many thoughts running through my mind. Like, oh, my God, you know, what if this was open before the girl brought it to school? How much was was in it? (laughs) 
Oh my god. Fox 2 reported that Smith's daughter had four or five sips and felt woozy and a little dizzy. She was. I guess. She was. What the fuck up? She was wasted away in Margaritaville at five. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not. I mean, if I was one of the parents, I would not find this the least bit funny at all. The students were under the impression they were drinking juice during snack time until the child who brought the mixed drink told them it was alcohol. One student then went to tell the teacher that it was what it was, according to Fox 2. Um, while we were trying to keep an eye on, we try to keep an eye on everything our students bring to school. It's simply not possible. It's unfortunate that these types of adult beverages can be easily mistaken for child-friendly drinks. A statement from the school said, according to the outlet, I'm sorry, but the Jose Cuervo margarita mix is like a jug. Yeah, it's really big. Smith told Fox 2 she wasn't mad at the child who brought the alcohol, but the child's parents should definitely be punished. If your child knows what it is, nothing wrong with it, but they should not know they should know not to touch it and that it's not good for kids. <laughs> I mean, I think it should be a conversation you have, but I don't know that I've ever had to have a conversation with my child that young. Oh, yeah, but here's a here is a um, another article and it's definitely um margaritas. Oh my god. This is what they look like. Okay, it's the little like four pack. Oh, that's what she brought in. Yeah, that's what he brought in. Okay, that explains why they um she he shared it with three other kids. Each oh. had their own. He thought it was like a soda. Oh. Now that makes a lot more sense cuz I definitely was thinking it was like the the handle jug. Right, cuz we get the handle jug cuz yeah. we're not fucking quitters. <laughs> <laughs> If we're well, doing margaritas, we're doing margaritas. I was going to say, well, actually, I am. I have literally not had an alcoholic drink since Christopher's 21st birthday. Oh, that's In nice. November. I was drunk on Saturday at the sandbox. You were drunk all the time. Every time I talked to you, you were like, I was tipsy last night. I was tipsy. I am, I but tipsy. you know what? I'm an adult. I know, but it's, well, <laughs> did you end up doing karaoke? I did. I fucking killed it at the sandbar. Slay did it. you? Yes, I did. I did nothing compares to you. I did Sweet Child of Mine where Raz came out with his little guitar and was like, ah, with us, with me. And he was like slamming his guitar, his little guitar hero guitar up against yeah. the wall. And he had a slash hat on. And then at the end of the night, I was really tired and I was a little tipsy. And I said to Sally, I said, I'm going to go have him. I was going to do Not Ready to Make Nice, but I also had an Unshaped Melodies. So I went up to him and I was like, hey, can we take out the one song and put in Unshaped Melodies? And he was like, yeah, you can do it next. And I thought he meant next in the in rotation because I had already been up like five people before. No. No. He put me up directly. Oh, like right from then? Yes. Like, I was like, oh, shit. I got Ocean City bump cards. <laughs> I was like, I was feeling myself. I got up on stage like, hey, yep, I'm up again. Ah, uh, I guess you were right up, huh? Yep. And then I killed Unshaped Melodies and people were like, ah, and like, I love you and throwing panties at me. It was great. <laughs> nobody nobody really threw panties but some guy did ask me to marry him oh my god well so you got a marriage proposal I'm so, go figure but he was in camouflage and jorts and he smelled really bad so camouflage and jorts he was like in a jorts. camouflage shirt yes he had a camouflage like button up and he had a t-shirt on underneath and he had jorts and he had freaking Crocs with socks on, and the socks came all the way up to his knees, and he was a redneck hot mess. Oh. He was from North Carolina. Yeah. Because he told me 17 times. That's where he was from? That's where he was from. 
Oh my god, that's where my son's going back to, North Carolina. So, yeah. I did not accept. Oh my. The marriage invitation. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. And I met this crazy lady, these two ladies, they sat at our table, one was Mary, one was Vicky. Uh-huh. So there was this little blonde hair girl, it was her birthday, and she did Britney Spears, and she sounded just like her. She was like, oops, I... And she sounded just like Britney Spears. And she was beautiful. She looked just like her. So the one girl, Vicky, was like, hey, rainbow shirt girl. Because I had on my rainbow sweater. Yeah. She was like, you did such a great job. And I was like, thanks. I was like, did you hear little Britney Spears up there? And she was like, yeah. She was like, isn't she gorgeous? And I was like, yeah. She was like, I know. I want tits. (laughs) I want tits. Because she was... (laughs) <laughs> so I was saying goodbye to her and I was like bye Vicky I hope you get tits she was like I'm just waiting on puberty <laughs> oh my she god my age. <laughs> oh my god how funny is that but she was funny and she had the best laugh so I, we did meet a couple we always meet people at the same you place. always do you're you're like Bethann that way Bethann yeah. does the same thing um well speaking of Britney Spears because I saw that one that just came out so it says, Britney Spears raves about great pregnancy sex. I think it's kind of crazy to me that she was like, I don't have another child. I can have another child. And then she like, you know, conservatorship was gone. And she was like, oh, I'm knocked up now. Yep. Did it seem pretty quick? It did, but. So this is also according to page six. It says, Britney Spears says she's having the best sex ever while pregnant with her third child. Sex is great when you're pregnant. The singer who's expecting a baby with fiance Sam Asgari posted via Instagram on Wednesday. I mean, that's legit. Sex. I don't remember if it was good or not. I can't remember. Spears, well, I guess besides the fact that you can't get pregnant again. Oh, you've got, like, everything sensitive around them. Nerves are, like, constantly. I don't remember. It's the been best a long orgasms time. I've ever had was when I was pregnant. And I didn't even like Kevin. I don't remember. I would, like, not look at him. I would be like, just shh. Just shh. And I'd get on top and just do my thing. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I would be like, could you just not look at me or talk to me? <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate you, but I need this. <laughs> so Spears 40 went on to say that she's been finding happiness in the little things ever since her nearly 14-year conservatorship was officially terminated last fall. It's time for me to indulge into thinking, books, makeup, classic movies, great conversations, and the best sex ever, she added. Spears also gave a shout out to fellow pop star Ariana Grande in her post thanking her for the amazing REM beauty products she sent over. Queen Grande 28 wrote in response, you deserve every single ounce of love and joy that this life has to offer. Thank you and I'm so glad you're enjoying your gifts. During another section of her lengthy post, Spears said the media destroyed her when she first became a mother to son Sean Preston 16 and Jane and James 15 with ex Kevin Fenderline. My first record came out when I was 16 and I got pregnant at 24, she recalled. I thought about it last night. I was a baby raising two babies with 17 cars outside my house. I didn't know how to play the game. I didn't even know how to dress or fix my hair. I was clueless and I wasn't the brightest bulb on the tree either. She continued, the media has always been extremely rude to me. So I woke up this morning saying to myself, do I need to do a podcast during this pregnancy instead of just therapy? And I mean it. Spears then joked that she doesn't want to be an angry pregnant person eating donuts every morning. Then I thought about it. It's going to be okay. She added, just be me and stop trying so hard. Oh, look, she's leveled out since she's gotten pregnant. I don't think so. As previously reported, Spears announced her exciting pregnancy news via Instagram on Monday. I lost so much weight to go on my Maui trip, only to gain it back. She wrote, I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? My husband said, which is funny because they're not really married. 
said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test and, uh, well, I'm having a baby. That's how she announced it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I got something about pregnancy. You do? I do. All right. So two females are pregnant at the New Jersey prison by a transgender inmate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Okay, this yeah. This is from WPG Talk Radio. Okay. At a New Jersey prison, the governor, Phil Murphy, already wants to close. It's now confirmed that two female prisoners at the Edna Mann Correctional Facility are pregnant and were reportedly impregnated by a transgender inmate, as first reported by New Jersey Advanced Media. As a part of the prior settlement, a police a policy was put in effect whereby prisoners were able to be housed according to their declared gender identity. NewJersey.com has previously reported that the Edna Mann currently houses 27 transgender inmates. Hold on, I had to open it up. These latest incidents follow a very rough period when multiple sexual abuse charges among guards. 15 prison guards have been criminally charged with prompting Governor Murphy to announce that he will be closing the correctional facility. Is he? Yes, because there were, it was like... Sexual abuse from the guards. Mm. And that's basically, read the source. Um, I heard about that, and I was like, well, what did you think was going to happen if they still have their Peters? Well, here's the thing. Um, like, this is one of those weird things that us as a society, like, have to kind of, like, get it on, like, get together about, like, how do we handle this? And it's not something we have a society have been able to handle yet. And some of it is that we just don't want to offend anybody. We want people to feel included and that kind of stuff. And I'm one of those people. Like, my son has a transgender friend. And I'm glad to have them here. I'm glad to have them around. I feel like if there's going to be transgender, like, male to female, and they still have their genitals. Yeah. Like, they haven't fully transitioned. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's that many of them. Why aren't they all in the same ward? Yeah, like, is there something you can do to sort of, but then, but then does it start to call into question discrimination. that you're discriminating against them? But I guess there has to be some sort of precedent set because these are the things that are happening. Right. And I, we have to most be. Most transgender men aren't interested in women. Like, they're, they're not. Like, so. Well, these ones are. It's it's very weird to me. It's very well, odd. Well, maybe they're with, like, the women who kind of look like men. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe these... Because I've seen some women that I was like, damn. And I'm not into women at all. Or maybe, like, these women have something that they want. Like, maybe drugs or oh, yeah. something like that. And they're like, hey. Right. You using that thing? Right. So there's that. I don't know. I think as a society that we really got to kind of come to grips with some shit though. Like, I gotta agree. Figure this out there's got to be a certain like it's going to happen. Like there's sex in prison all the time, whether it's male on male or female on female. Yeah. Now you have thrown a penis into a female prison. Pretty much, yeah. Um. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Mike Tyson beats the snot out of somebody on an airplane. You know, why, though? Well, the guy was being a fucking idiot, right. from what I understand. I he was being he was a real being dick. being a tool and, like, threatening him. Well, he was just nonstop bothering him until he finally, like, comes over at him and, like, just starts, like, going at him and had had enough. 
But Mike Tyson is literally going to get, well, he's getting sued. The guy's suing him already. So I feel like he did it on purpose to sue Mike Tyson. But Mike Tyson doesn't have a lot of money. Like, let's just put it out there. Mike Tyson was a laughingstock. He was also a meme after he bit Holyfield's ear. Yeah. Like, he is just now coming back. And he had to go through, like, extensive therapy and all that to become all right again. But he's still Mike Tyson. It's like getting hit by a fucking Mack truck. Well, this guy didn't get beat up that bad by this guy because he only had a little bit of, like, a little bit of blood on his head. A little bit. And I would have thought he would have had a lot more than that. That's because that man showed restraint. Because if he would have hit him full force, that man would have been knocked the fuck out. Look, have you seen a shirtless picture of Mike Tyson lately? Like, he is, like, 50-some years old. And, oh, my God, he's a beautiful... Like, if you get past his face and you don't listen to him talk, like, neck, <laughs> neck down to, like, be... Mike Tyson. Well, he's all about the weed now. Yeah, he's. We remember we talked about how he's yeah. in the that and the um the toad. Remember he's got the home. The oh yeah, the he goes and like licks him or something. Oh, he does toad. some weird shit. Um, but it's apparently it says a source is close to Mike claimed the man was extremely intoxicated and wouldn't stop provoking the boxer in his seat. Mike Tyson seemed to lose his cool in a plane on Wednesday night, repeatedly punching a man in the face after the guy had apparently annoyed him. TMZ Sports has learned the incident all went down at around 10.30 p.m. as Tyson was slated to fly out of San Francisco International Airport to Florida. A witness on the plane says he and his friend were boarding Tyson's flight. The boxing legend was initially... they were going to Florida? Yeah. Of course they were going to fucking Florida. From California! Actually, like, if my son ends up going out to, like, California, because he might end up going to, like, that one place out in California... Um, I'm like, wow, that would be, like, pretty cool. Like, you get to be like, oh, we're in California. I don't know. But anyway. I'm He's like, going to come back a hippie. I don't know. I, no, I don't think that will ever happen. A witness on the plane says he and his friend were boarding Tyson's flight. The boxing legend was initially cool with them and the other passengers. The witness tells us Mike took a selfie with him and then was patient with his overly excited buddy who kept trying to talk to the 55-year-old fighter as he sat behind him. Eventually, though, we're told Tyson had enough of the guy behind him talking in his ear and told him to chill. When the guy didn't, that's when the witnesses says Tyson started to throw several punches at the man's face. And the video we obtained shows Tyson throwing a flurry of blows at the man, which you can see bloody the passenger's forehead. The witness says Mike walked off the plane just a second later. A second later, we're told the man who was punched received medical attention and then went to the police over the incident. Of course he did. We reached mm-hmm. out to the cops for comment, but so far, nowhere back yet. We also reached out to JetBlue and Tyson's camp for comment on the incident as well, but nowhere back yet there either. Hmm. But that man, what, is he stupid? He, he saw dollar signs. Is he stupid? So, I have... Yes, the answer is yes. That motherfucker was stupid. Another very peculiar story. But also, I don't know if y'all know, but People Magazine this month... Yeah. Is Dolly. And when I say People Magazine, I mean the whole entire magazine. It was the best $15 I've ever spent. I get People Magazine. Oh, was it a special one? Yeah. Oh, it's like a special only Dolly episode? Because I'm not going to get it then. It's from fucking cover to cover Dolly. Really? Oh my God, yes. I did not know that. Well, see, somehow I started getting People Magazine for, like, zero fucking reason. I don't know why I started getting it. But now I get People Magazine, like, every week. 
I have no clue why. I don't know if they're trying to like gain readership or something. I don't know, but, but I you can see, see they're all paw up there because I, I have no spent time to read anything. dollars on wow. a magazine because it was Dolly from front to back cover. Well, good for you. Ugh, just an FYI, people. Oh, okay. okay. So a Kentucky man. This is from the Insider. A Kentucky man who won $450,000 in court after he was fired for allegedly being angry that his bosses threw him a surprise party. Oh my God, that's so funny. This feels like a World News Daily report. Kevin Berlin told his co-workers he didn't want a birthday party because he, was, he has an anxiety disorder. The company threw him a party anyway, which triggered a panic attack in Berlin. In Berlin. A man won... Uh, uh, what the hell? Um... Kevin Burling has an anxiety order that gives him panic attacks, according to the Kent County court filings obtained by WKRC-TV. In August 2019, he told his bosses at Gravity Diagnostics in Covington, Kentucky, that he did not want to celebrate his birthday, but they threw him a surprise party anyway, the lawsuit says. The office manager at Gravity Diagnostics, a medical lab, said he forgot that Berlin said he didn't want to celebrate his birthday at, at the party, at the party held during lunch on August 7th, Berlin had a panic attack and fled the scene to his car, according to the lawsuit. I feel like he's being dramatic. A little bit. The next day, his bosses confronted and criticized him for the reaction to the lunchtime celebration. The lawsuit says which triggered another panic attack in Berlin. Being the center of attention is a source of great stress for Berlin, the lawsuit says. After meeting with his bosses, Berlin worked from home for the rest of the week. Days later, he was fired because of the events of the previous week, according to the lawsuit. They started giving him a, part, a pretty hard time for his response to the birthday celebration, actually causing, accusing him of stealing his co-worker's joy. Burling's lawyer, Tony Butcher, told WKRC-TV. Stealing his joy, seriously? Stealing the, the co-worker's joys. That, that's what the bosses fired him for. Oh, because he would be such a... Well... I, get, I get it, but it was like a lunch party in the fucking break room. Like, how serious was it, dude? Yeah. Burling sued Gravity Diagnostics for disability discrimination and retaliation, arguing in court filings that he has suffered as and is continuing to suffer from a loss of income and benefits and emotionally distressed and mental anxiety. Though Berlin Burling won $450,000 in court, what? the company still has the chance to appeal the judge's decision to award compensation for damages. Butcher told WKRC-TV that Berlin is in therapy and has, a, has been a great employee to Gravity Diagnostics. It was a big step for someone who doesn't like that kind of attention to stand in front of 12 jurors and stand up for himself, he said. Oh, please. I... Like, I know people who don't like to be the center of attention. Like, my cousin Rachel, like, I don't know how she's going to get married because she hates all eyes on her. She hates it. It makes her so uncomfortable. I feel like that that does exist, but at the same time, like, you work in a lab, so how many people can actually be there? And, because it's probably just like a lab core. And it was a party in the lunchroom at lunchtime. So, like, I'm sorry. I don't see I, why, I feel why like, he had to make it such a big fat deal. Right. Like, why did, did you, you have, have to go that far? Because he was probably raised by a mom that, like, he was probably one of those weird, like, I got anxiety and panic attack, like, kids that didn't really have it. That they, they were just overdramatic. 
overdramatic pansies. I mean, just like, thank you so much, blah, 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 like, fine, right. and then leave. Right, like, hey, guys, you know, thanks for this. I appreciate it. Um, bye. Like, thank your coworkers. Like, they, they get did something that because they cared about you. And yes, he did say, I don't want it. He did say, please don't do it. And they did it anyway. And they did it anyway. So there's where he gets his case. He specifically said, I do not want a birthday party. I do not want to be the center of attention. I do not want this, Sam I am. I do not want a party. <laughs> and I just want you guys to listen to me and do what I say. And, right. Oh, my God. I I don't know. This will learn them. And $450,000, that'll learn them big time. I want $450,000. Somebody throw me a surprise party so I can have a panic attack. Yeah, oh right. Oh, my God. You, you would love it. I You'd like, love it. And I'm going to sing a song for you all. Thank you. <laughs> I honestly thank you. <laughs> That'll be fucking Jamie over there. And for my next song, I'll do Please Have Some Cake. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. You really, really love me. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> table in here and they were like why well i need a place to sing I and i'm gonna need to be able stage. to stand up on top of it and that'll be my stage right that would totally be me like, They'd be like jamie we're, we're just having cake for your birthday and jamie room. we're gonna make you this center of attention okay we just want to have cake that that's it we just i'm a little cake. bit of an attention whore and you'd be like what i hear you saying is we're doing karaoke during my birthday party at lunch that's what i'm hearing right okay, okay right, we're on the same right. page okay Okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll remember to bring in my microphone. Well, so. It's Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, right? You see those little tiny ones they use? Those yeah. little tiny ones? You bring one of those in. No, I got a big like, one. You'd be like, oh my God. But wouldn't it be funny though if you did? And you'd be like, you bring in your I'd little put speaker. It, put it right here and just be like, hello. <laughs> Is it me y'all wishing happy birthday for? <laughs> you know me. It's like you know me. It's like you've met me before. <laughs> oh my god, they'd be like, oh my god, she has her own entire speaker in her car, like the kind they use at karaoke. She's setting it up. Like I told her it's just her birthday. <laughs> anyway, I saw this thing. Um, I'm on this one page for Air Force stuff, but they post all kinds of different things for military. Right. And so this woman apparently was trying to buy baby clothes. Right. And this ensued. So this is a text message that went before. It said, hey, girl, so we realize your husband is an army, so we can't purchase the baby items. No offense. It's just disrespectful to my husband. We don't mix branches. So what? she was going to buy baby clothes from. From a lady. From another lady and was like, oh, wait a minute. You're not army, so I can't buy them from you. Never mind. They're going to give me cooties or something. I don't know. And the lady responds, uh, okay, I'm not sure how to respond to that. We don't mix branches. Uh, we're dependents, not military. It's my posting. And what does their jobs have to do with baby items? Not to be rude, but that's ridiculously childish and sounds like entitlement. But thank you for letting me know. Have a good night. And so, and I love how they, like, do that. Like, thanks for letting me know. Like, bye. Like, as if they're not going to say anything back to you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even the, I mean, it tells you their mindset in, in, initially. Like, I, I got what I said now. Like, um, anyway, but bye. Like, have a good night. Like, you know they're going to say something else. Like, it's always so funny. Like, I'm going to be a snot to you. But 
She deserves being a snot too, but I always find that funny at the end. It says the army just has standards. And as an army wife, I have to withhold, withhold that expectation. Uphold is what she meant to say. This is an army base, Marine. You got, oh, it's a Marine, not even Air Force. You guys are on our turf, sweetie. First off, let me tell you how I've been with every branch of the service. And this is how I rank them. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't want to think about Marines being great in bed. Laney! Well, then you might want to close your ears. I can't get my dog. Laney! can't smack her. Don't smack her! I tried to get her to stop oh, licking. Yeah, She's licking. Well, wait, before you go there, let me just tell you what she's, her last yes. response is. I'm not replying what I'm thinking because just wow. Again, have a good night. Goodbye. Right. So, apparently the Army can't mix with the Marines. Well. According to this woman, which is absolutely She should feel honored stupid. that a Marine wanted to mix with an Army. Because <laughs> if you ask, everybody's branch is superior. But this is how I rank. Jamie was a one-woman USO. I have <laughs> supported my troops. Let's just put it that way. You supported your troops? I have supported the troops. <laughs> Number one, hands down, these motherfuckers can breathe through their ears. Coast Guard. Oh, yeah? I've had three Coast Guarders. Oh, really? Three. Okay. Nice. Second. Jamie a big hoe on this podcast, apparently. Definitely, <laughs> definitely the Marines. Okay. Third uh-huh. is Navy. Uh-huh. Fourth mm-hmm. is Army National Guard, not even the real Army, because the one guy I slept with who was actually in the Army Army sucked in bed. <laughs> so just the Army National Guard? Just so the Army, are, just, are just, the weekends? just one month a year or two weeks out of the year on the fucking every other weekend. Uh-huh. They know how to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you really did support your troops, didn't you? But I have supported my troops. I'm wait. I have not done SpaceX. Probably won't. <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, my brother or my son's friend is going into that. Oh, good for him! And so he was like going to go into the Air Force, and they came to him and said, "Hey, you want to go to Space Force?" And he was like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" So he's leaving. He was supposed to leave in February, but hasn't left yet, and he leaves. And next month in May or something like that in May, and he's actually going to be Christopher's friend. Mm-hmm. So His he's friend. twenty-one. No, oh no, um, he is not. Oh, I'm just saying. Actually, like, he just turned eighteen. I mean, that's legal. Yeah, I know, and he's adorable too. He was in DMA and did all kinds I'm of. I'm just shit. saying, I love Paco, so I won't be um, partaking in the new branch because I have Paco. But if me yeah. and Paco break up. I'm coming for you, Space Force. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I always thought that was funny. I didn't believe that that was really true. I thought it was a joke, and it's not. It's, like, all about satellites and rockets and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So that's what his friend's going to go into, like, dealing with all that. I'm like, he is going to make so much money by the time he's done with this thing. He's going to blow the fuck up. Actually, I'm wrong. It went Navy, then Air Force, then Army National Guard. <laughs> Anyway, take us in, Jamie. Anyway, if you also have, if you've ever been with a SpaceX person or a Space Force, <laughs> um, write me in because I'm curious at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Oh, speaking of SpaceX, so you know what's the Stacy that owns it? What's his name? 
Elon Musk. Yep, he just bought Twitter. I know. Yeah, I forgot to put that out there. Yeah. Twitter. He's weird. Maybe it won't be so stupid anymore. They won't block everybody for thinking things. Yes. Anyway, also, if you have anything interesting that you want to tell us that you think would be funny podcast fodder, also write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find me on and Danielle on Facebook at straightfromthenet. You can find me on TikTok at Jamie. Just my name, Jamie Hallibull. That's it. I didn't put at straight from the net. But if you put in straight from the net hashtag, you'll find me. Um, <laughs> and I do it sometimes. Eventually, I'll be a little better with it. Danielle may actually make a video. I want to, but you know what? I'm getting ready to start school again. Like I've been it trying to start. It doesn't have to be perfect. My videos so, are four seconds of me telling people about my damn day. I know, but Let I them just get don't to know have time. you. Let you know what, bitch, you live my life. And I don't even put on makeup Come over here and raise half these three the time, kids. I don't even put on makeup. Like, I, I, pop, I do that shit in bed. I'm like, hi. I know. Anyway. Come raise my three kids. Come work you my can full-time all, job. If you guys get Please lonely do. and you want to hear us again, you can find us on all major platforms where you listen to your <laughs> podcasts. Um, but we have something that not all podcasts have. Danielle, what do we have? We have a radio show. That's right. Somebody thought it was a great idea to put us on the radio, and they did in New York. So you can hear us every Friday at 10 a.m. on the WMLD, the voice, voice of the Hudson, of Hudson Valley. Valley Radio. <laughs> and if you missed it on Friday mornings at 10 o'clock, don't worry. They'll replay us again at oh. 7 on Saturdays. Shout out to Ed, who asked me to shout him out. From work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he actually going to listen? He was like, if I listen, will you shout me out? Really? Shout out, Ed. There it is. A high end. And actually, you can find the WMLD. If you're outside of the listening area, you can find it on all the major um, app stores. Mm-hmm. And you can also say, Alexa, play the WMLD, right? Or Google. Play or WMLD. Google, play WMLD, and it will. Um, and if you miss it on Saturdays at 7 or Fridays at 10, it's okay. I, I upload them at 11 o'clock on Sunday on our mother platform at SoundCloud. And it just shoots out. All over the place, to all the other good fun places. Every time I say that, I think about like somebody just like shizzing all over. Her. Like I don't know why it shoots out all over the place. Danielle's dirty. Okay, bye. I know. Yeah, I thought about that. So anyway, it'll go all over the place. But in the meantime, we'll see you next week. Be okay, good people. Bye. bye.